stand and deliver You've let them put the fear on you Stand and deliver But not a word you heard was true Hey everybody, welcome once again to Stand and Deliver. We are citizens for free speech. We are a nation of advocates, activists, and free speech defenders, and we are so glad to have you with us. We've got a lot of important stories to talk about as we fight for our First Amendment rights. I'm Bob France, National Communications Director of CFFS, along with the boss, Patrick hey, Wood. Hey, Patrick Wood. For, <laughs> I am a, I'm the boss, I guess. I'm the founder anyway, and uh, I'm so glad you're all with us today. Well, Patrick, we've got uh, a couple of stories, big stories that we want to talk about, but none of them any bigger than the case of Mark Stein. And so just for the sake of the edification of our of our viewers, those who don't know Mark Stein, Mark Stein is a very, very well-known journalist yes. and radio personality and broadcaster. He used to be maybe best known as the fill-in host for the late Rush Limbaugh on the radio yes. side. He yes. was a fixture on Fox News uh, for a very long time as well. And uh, Mark Stein found himself in a little bit of uh, hot water because he dared to, I don't know, what do we call it in, in this country? Speak freely and offer an opinion about a climate scientist, as he calls himself, named Michael yes. Mann, and the um, the hockey stick graph that he created years and years ago to try to prove the existence mm -hmm. of global warming, climate, cha climate change, and rising temperatures. Mark yes. Stein dared to criticize that. And Patrick, what happened after that? Wow. It just, it, it became, it went downhill from there. Uh, this was 12 years ago when he first uh, <laughs> got sued, but the court has uh, take, taken his time to work it all through. Um, Stein has to pay his own legal fees along the way, by the way, that's important. Mm -hmm. But um, the court just decided this last week that, indeed, Stein is not uh, entitled to his opinion. They, they somehow just overlooked the First Amendment <laughs> and the right to have an opinion. And believe me, uh, Stein is not a guy, he doesn't get on the air and, uh, you know, rant against people, calling them names and stuff like that. That was never, never the issue. This was only about climate science. And there were so many people at that time were, were talking about climate science. Um, I had an opinion of my own. You probably did too back then. Of course. <laughs> uh, because um, at the heart of this was this guy, Professor um, Michael Mann, who I think at the time was in the uh, University of Michigan, perhaps, but uh, whatever the case, uh, he was receiving criticism from climate scientists all over the world over his this kind of fabricated hockey stick yeah. graph. If nobody, if you know, if nobody ever seen it before, it looks like that, right? <laughs> Global warming, he says, is really increased, like uh, like the tail end of a hockey stick. Yeah, kind of like kind of like this uh, would be if you. If yeah, you that's right. Hockey stick, you know. I mean, here's the here's the temperatures are flat, temperatures are flat, and then suddenly, I don't know, the industrial revolution started or something, yeah. and we started building SUVs, and then it went like yes. this. Yeah, it was, that's it was exactly. Focused, but, but, but so that's he he is still to this day taking 
criticism criticism on this. And uh, the court, in any case, uh, they said, you know, Mark Stein should not have said what he did. He had no right to say it. And the, the whole thing unraveled at that point. Man, well, we'll be, only... I think what we should do, Patrick, let's do this. Yeah. I think better than you or I can possibly explain what, what Mark Stein said and what uh, this, this jury heard in the defamation lawsuit. Better than either one of us is former Congresswoman Michelle Bachman, who is a very, very staunch free speech supporter. Uh, and she was uh, on, a, on a, a, a podcast, a panel discussion about this. So let's, let's watch and let her kind of explain what happened to Mark Stein and his co-defendant in this in the uh, lawsuit uh, that they were slapped with by Michael Mann for daring to criticize his quote unquote science work. So uh, let's watch Michelle Bachman. Exactly. Well, succinctly, freedom of speech died today in the D.C. court. This was a shocking decision that just came out. The jurors found Mark Stein and Rand Simberg. They both wrote blog posts that were critical of Michael Mann's hockey stick. The hockey stick was the basis of the IPCC's report on climate change. We have to recognize the context. All of our lives globally are being turned upside down by this green agenda. This is costing nations trillions of dollars. That's why Joe Biden is saying you can't have a natural gas stove anymore. So everything is about to change radically. Okay, so as as you just heard, Michelle Bachman, and you and I have watched that a couple of different yes. times now. She explains it very, very well. This is, I don't know that I want to, name any one particular instance, the quote unquote death knell of free speech. But but in all seriousness, this is a major, major uh, decision that was made in a by a very biased jury yes. in a very biased uh, jurisdiction in the District of Columbia, where, as you just heard, no one yep. there, if you are, regardless of what your actual facts that you may present are or what you may legally present as your opinion, if you have a conservative reputation or uh, if you are viewed as being you know, ideologically right of center, you're never going to get a fair shake from a jury, be it criminal or civil, in the District of, of uh, Columbia in Washington, D.C. And what just happened here was Mark Stein was saying, you're going to have to pay a million dollars because you disagreed with that man's scientific conclusions. Yes. And, and, and that is defaming him. Patrick, can, can, can any of us ever speak a, a, a word that is considered to be um, defamatory or disagreeable in a, in a left-wing uh, jurisdiction in, in America again without being fe fearful of, of being forced to fork over a million dollars? Because that's well, what was going to mark time here. This is enormous. You know, it, it, uh, Michelle uh, framed it this way. And this, this is the only way to look at it. Free speech is dead, period, until and unless this ruling gets overturned at a higher level. And I, I hope that uh, Stein can do this, pursue, uh, file the appeal, whatever he's going to do. And to, but until this is overturned, it is the law of the land. This frames a case where anybody can be sued in our in our country for having an opinion. 
doesn't matter what it is. It can be anything from uh, you know, abortion to climate change. Doesn't matter what it is. If somebody takes exception uh, about you saying it, you're you could be slapped with a lawsuit that would drag you through the mud until you squeal. But only if you are espousing an opinion that again is considered to be right of center, because yeah. if you are a person who is left of center, who maybe is a strong supporter of, you know, the LGBTQ movement, and and you look at somebody who says, I believe only women can have babies, men can't have babies, and that person calls you a homophobe or a transphobe, they would effectively have defamed you. Do you yeah. think that, that you could sue that person yeah. for defaming you as a homophobe and actually get a judgment in Washington, D.C.? Not yeah. a chance in hell. No. Apologies for that, but not. There's no chance. So, yes. so the free speech door only swings one way when it comes to expressing an opinion yes. on yes. somebody else's viewpoints. Yes, and when I say that this is a this is a, a a ruling that will go way beyond Washington D.C., this sets a, a federal precedent for people to file suits anywhere in a country. And doesn't matter really what your issue is. If somebody wants to come after you, you know, for the most part, people who are uh, right of center would never think to sue somebody like that. Right. <laughs> it just, right. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think of it. You know, yeah, you got an opinion. I don't care that I don't have to listen to it. <laughs> But, yeah. I mean, I may but, stick up my tongue at you and say, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, you're wrong, but I'm not going to take you to court if you disagree with me. I know. Exactly. So, you know, this, but in any case, this, because this will be the land, law, the law of the land until it gets overturned. We don't know if that's going to happen at all. I hope uh, Mark Stein uh, is uh, serious. I think he will be because he's you know, he, he, he wants free speech as much as we, we do. Sure. Sir, certainly. So anyway, that that's, this story just stinks to high heaven. Well, it's, it really it's so does. Much bigger, it's so much bigger, Patrick. And I, I don't yeah. want to put this one to bed yet. Well, it won't be put to bed as you say, until it's overturned. <laughs> it's gotta be overturned. I, I don't know how long that will take or whether that will happen, but it's bigger because I want to, again, hit a couple of kick, quick, quick key points here. Stein and Simberg were both found guilty of defamation for making false statements with, and this is the quote, maliciousness, spite, ill will, vengeance, or deliberate intent to harm, end quote. Yeah. And, and I bring those things up because every one of those is purely subjective. Totally. Whether or not it was malicious yeah. or there was yes. ill will, yeah. or if it was just, no, I'm pointing out something that I believe is wrong with your research. Something yes, that I believe right. it is wrong, which is my my right to point out. Now, whether you took umbrage at it and felt like there was ill will there is not my problem. <laughs> yes, yes and, exactly. And the, the worst part about it is mm -hmm. Michael Mann, who got the verdict, made a statement after the decision came down and said, I hope this verdict sends a message that falsely attacking climate scientists is not protected speech, end quote. Yeah. Patrick, how dangerous is that to say yeah. that, first of all, it says climate scientists are now untouchable, no matter how wrong they are, no matter how much they may manipulate yeah. data, no matter how much, uh, uh, how many different uh, uh, dangerous proposals they want to put out there, like EVs for everybody, and nobody's allowed to have gas furnaces because our data says so. Yeah. 
you can't criticize them because if a jury says that your criticism is quote false because that's what he said yeah. falsely yeah. attacking yeah. climate scientists now you're going to be on the hook for a judgment so exactly. we're, we're exactly. entering a time in which yes in which the the ev movement which is very very dangerous for a billion different yeah. reasons uh, mm -hmm. Again, they're going after gas stoves, they're going after gas furnaces, they're going after gas tractors, they're going after yeah. fracking and all of these things. Right. Patrick, we are literally facing a time where we have to be able to say, yeah. no, your science is wrong. No, here's what you left out. No, here is what our studies found to really make an informed yeah. decision on how to move forward. But mm -hmm. now the other side can't say any of those things or else they're going to end up having to fork over their, their yeah. homes. Yes, exactly. You know, uh, my good my good friend, uh, late, the late uh, Tim Ball from Canada, uh, climate scientist of, as, in his own right, uh, got sued by man himself. Uh, worked through the course for over uh, three or four years, and Tim uh, pursued with gusto against him, and finally, it the court the court. Uh, took it to the Supreme Court in Canada, sent man packing, sent him, sent him packing. How and about he lost? He lost the suit up there, but he dares to come down here and say, no, we can't do that here. He lost, he, his, his clock got cleaned up there. <laughs> That's all I could say. And, um, you know, the thing really stretches your shaking your head, I guess. Um, he was uh, held in contempt of court for not producing the data that he arrived uh, to the conclusion mm -hmm. that the hockey stick was real. He would not cough up his data, and the court said, "No, you can't do that. You 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 gotta you know say it." And um, he stubbornly refused to bring his data to to court and the supreme court says you know you got to be kidding you're out of here yeah well <laughs> if you're so afraid to bring your your data to court because it's going to be challenged by experts on cross and yes, on, right. you know, and, and you know then then <laughs> what are we talking about here I mean, I you're afraid to have it stand up to scrutiny, which, of course, it, this is what I hate about this. He's calling himself and they call him a scientist. You're not a climate scientist if you won't let your science be judged by peers. That's yeah. what science is. Science, by its very yeah. nature, yearns yeah. to be challenged to see if it stands up to scrutiny. And if it does, wow, you have proven something pretty amazing here. If it doesn't, oh, well, my conclusions were off and we go back and do yeah. it again. That's what science is all about. It has always been. Yes, so that's exactly very, very, right. very frustrating. Well, case, we need to be ever watchful about this because somebody's going to get sued. <laughs> Somebody else is going to probably get sued quickly. And uh, wherever it is, we're going to hop on it like you know, fleas on a dog uh, to make sure that it gets the, the light of day like it needs to get. Yeah, absolutely. So, Patrick, our second story we're going to cover in today's Stand and Deliver. Let's go ahead and get into this now. If you, depending on where you work, your bosses may be monitoring what you say, what you do, and what messages you send thanks to artificial intelligence. Yes. Depending on where you work, 
This is a CNBC report. Mm -hmm. Significant chance that the artificial intelligence is analyzing your messages used on yeah. Slack, Microsoft Teams, Zoom, and other popular apps. I use all three of those and the other popular ones I might as well. Yes. Huge U.S. employers such as Walmart, Delta Air, T-Mobile, Chevron, and Starbucks, as well as many European brands, including Nestle and yeah. AstraZeneca, have turned to a seven-year-old startup company named Aware to monitor chatter among their rank and file so that their rank and file um, <laughs> are are limited yeah. in what they are chattering about. And Patrick, what a lot of yeah. free speech advocates and uh, you know uh, concerned civil rights advocates are saying is that this is getting dangerously close to thought crimes. You remember, yeah. you remember in 1984, either mm -hmm. reading it or if you saw the movie, which kind of really brought it home, wow, you know, the, yes. the clock was watching. Uh, yes. you know, and he didn't know it. That's where the cameras were. They're doing this now and using AI to monitor you constantly. And it's recording yes. what you say and it's yes. flagging for various words that are being used and so on and so forth. This is some dangerous stuff. It totally is. And uh, remember that AI, uh, that's not, it's not to, just that they're snooping on your messages. Okay. AI has the ability to take what you say and contacts or not, and uh, determine what you mean. That's in the eyes of the employer. Mm -hmm. And you have no way to uh, say, well, that's not what I meant, you know, or whatever. You, there's no uh, way to get protest against this thing. And uh, it stands, whatever the AI comes up with, to accuse you of whatever you might meet, you know, they want to accuse you for, it's going to be a done deal. You, There's no way you can, in fact, for the most part, you'll never know that it said something bad against you or about you. You might just get a pink slip and never know why, where it came from. Right. It's just going you into your know. HR file, your personnel you might, file. That's right. You might get, not never get a promotion. You, you know what you know what it reminds me of is the last story where we talked about you know we talked about um, the subjectivity of maliciousness or ill will or mm -hmm. whatever when they criticized the bar graph. This yeah. is what these AI tools do now, Patrick. Just to underscore what you just said, Aware's analytics tool, one that monitors employee sentiment and toxicity. That those are actual words here. It monitors yeah. the employee, so it doesn't just hear what you say or record what you said with in you know in digital form. It judges through its AI technology what your intent was. It is, it, is, it is a machine that is saying this is what this human being sentiment was yes. and the level of toxicity contained in what the statement was so that they can flag individual employees for discipline based yes. on them being toxic or, toxic or having the, uh, yeah. uh, you know, right. a sentiment that might be offensive to others. Yes. And this also includes visuals that you might put a picture of yourself up on a, uh, somewhere or a video that you take. People, a lot of people in a work, workplace now are sending videos back to each other. If, if uh, the AI picks up on your image, your face, it can read your emotions. The same thing with video. And what if those things are not interpreted rightly? So, so a lot of people don't give the same message you know, or a different, uh, you know, persona. Yeah. And it, you can be misread so easily. Who's to say that, uh, you know, you, 
that uh, that the what they call it the, the mood analyzing part of AI. The mood, right. yeah, it can yeah. It, it can sense your mood by looking at your face and what uh, the tone of your voice. All this thing, all these type of things, can be held against you, mm -hmm. and it might be wrong, purely bogus. Right. I've got Period. a guy. I've got a guy I work with in radio, Patrick, on my daily radio show. He's my producer, and and um, whenever uh, we go into a break, uh, he lets me know my, when my mic is down. You know, that's how hot mic accidents happen. If you think your mic is yes. off and you're talking, so he always tells me when the mic is hot and when the mic is down. And the way he speaks is loud and aggressive. And it, you're down. It's kind of like that. Yes. And Seth, and Seth, if you're watching this, I love you. Uh, but it, it sounds like, you know, I'm in a bad mood. You're down. It's just how he talks. An yes. AI machine might listen to that and say there's a degree of anger, a degree of hostility, a degree of dissatisfaction in that voice, in that <laughs> intonation. And it's just how he talks. He's as happy as a lark. That's just how he, you know, it, it's just what you just said, Patrick. It's, everybody has their own personality that comes through in the things they say and the way they say them. And it takes a human being, not a machine. It takes a human being to determine and decipher what that, you know, what yes. that level of, of intensity was or what have you. But this machine can just record it yes. as being an, yes. an, an unsatisfactory toxicity level, an unsatisfactory, you know, because it wasn't said with flowers and rainbows and okay, you're down now, yes. that it's bad. Yes. So again, it is, it is almost yes. a thought crime. It's kind of what they're doing. If you, they're trying to determine what your thoughts were when you spoke. That's right. And the, the, probably the last thing I'll say about this is the the employees never knew what was going on until this story broke. That's they didn't right. tell them along the way. That's exactly right. Uh, and, and employees <laughs> employees are finding out now, though, and of course now they're they're every, and and again. I hate to keep piling on this thing here, but I'm, I'm looking yes. at a subsection of the story, tracking real-time toxicity. Unbelievable. But but the, the part about it is, Patrick, once they do find out, I don't know which is worse, because once they do find out, and let's say you can't afford to quit your job, and you know you're being monitored by this AI technology that's trying to determine what your mood is and what your sensitivity level is and what yeah. your toxicity level is. What that means is, if you have to stay working there, is you can't be yourself. Yes. That's you right. have to walk on shelves mm -hmm. yeah. because you yeah. don't know when and where AI is listening to your voice or if you're mm -hmm. typing things in the communication of your job. Um, yeah. It's determining what your attitude is as you type. And so you're going to have to intentionally yeah. be like, I hope yeah. everybody is under okay with what I'm saying now and nobody takes this as being angry or, or whatever. Um, you can't be yourself. You can't live yeah. freely. You yeah. have to act as though you're constantly being watched and monitored by somebody who's grading your intentions. How yeah, can exactly. anybody expect, be expected to live and work like that? Yeah, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. What Probably some of these people like uh, Walmart employees uh, should just, uh, you know, walk out for a day or two and protest together, all, all of them, yeah, and say you guys fix this, or we're not coming back in there again. <laughs> just, you know the 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 other angle is is that the sense of this article and the story behind it never talks about anything positive that might be surfaced by monitoring 
conversations, right? They don't talk about figure out, uh, well, who's going to get a raise? Who's going to, who needs to be promoted? Who, who needs to get a attaboy? This is not about that. It's always on the negative side that tr they're trying to find reasons to punish you rather than reward you. I, I, you're right. First of all. Um, but second of all, even if it did, I would still have a problem. Oh, Even if totally. it yeah. the boys, you know, the things that are worthy of an attaboy or a positive yeah. attitude, if that's what it's, it, it's still making me act like yeah. something I'm not, you know, if yeah. I want to interact with people in yeah. text and typing and in speaking how I interact with people. I want yeah. my intentions to be known <laughs> by me and through my words, not through yeah. some machine's interpretation of what I say and then be evaluated graded and either rewarded in the positive way as you just described or hit or you know uh reprimanded if uh, if it determines that i'm speaking in a negatively hostile or toxic manner in, by, by its its evaluation of those things i wouldn't i if you can't be yourself then you don't have freedom and the exactly. first thing is all about freedom exactly exactly so you know well <clears throat> these these are all, all the stories by the way are on uh the citizens for free speech.org website. Mm -hmm. I encourage everybody to go there, certainly, and uh, pass them around, get them, share them, whatever. Uh, tell your neighbors, friends, family, whatever. There's one story we're not going to probably be uh, able to cover in detail, but I do want to make mention of it here. That's the one I just put up today. Government funds AI tools for, get this, whole of internet surveillance and censorship. This is going to be a, a story that we need to unpack uh, next week and maybe in future weeks. Mm -hmm. Because what this is saying is that the government itself is looking at across all agencies to surveil all of the internet, the whole of the internet in order to censor people in, 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 in amazing ways that you would not think today would be possible. They're pouring millions and millions of dollars in this. It's, it's a huge program. Uh, you can read the article on our website, certainly, but uh, this is this is going to be big. No way, no matter what you say about it, it's going to be big. And uh, if have... the governments, if they're if they're successful in this, if and we can't stop them, perhaps if they do succeed, it means that the tidal wave, the tsunami of censorship, is going to roll over us like a two. 100 foot wave <laughs> and boom and it's going to kill free speech i said this i warned this about this in early january with my update that i gave it do every year that this is a year that these people say say they want to kill free speech in america for good they want it to do to be in 2024 I thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe not. Now I'm convinced totally 
they want to do this now and they if they if they're successful with all these other things we're asking talking about it too if this program if the government is successful in this we're cooked we must stop them somehow get your legislators fired up to you know, make them stop of course congress especially in the house of representatives they can do anything to stop any funding this is for this but they won't do it we need to insist that they do not let the government have funding for this program period completely agree and we are going to tackle this next week on stand and deliver yes. uh we may talk to some other folks about this too but you people need to be active and the most important thing is to educate yourself about what uh these these situations are so as patrick said if you have not visited citizensforfreespeech.org for some time it's been totally revamped it's a brand new looking website with a lot of information, a lot of important articles. And this one is featured right now in the main square of the homepage. So citizensforfreespeech.org. Do the push-ups, read the, the story for yourself, then figure out what do I do? Who do I contact? My legislators, my senators, who do I have to talk to about this? This is a billion times worse than the story we just did, which is private companies monitoring people's behavior and, and 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 words this is the government doing it which is again a billion times worse and yes. if what michelle bachman said about the michael mann verdict wasn't true uh that free speech is now dead we saw the death of free speech if that didn't kill it this will that's yeah. the reality of it so that's it. read that story at citizensforfreespeech.org and uh we'll be back again to talk more about that uh next week on our next stand and deliver so Thanks for watching and being a part of Stand and Deliver. I'm Bob France. Patrick Wood, see you next time. Stay free. See you then.